morning. Uh, today's scripture reading is from the letter to Ephesians in the third chapter, the 14th verse to the 19th verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and, and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. This is the word. Good morning. Can you hear me? All right. How many mothers do we have in here? I'd like all of our mothers to stand up. Now I want to define the definition of mother. So if you are a stepmother, that means a bonus mother. If you are a grandmother, if you are a godmother, if you are an aunt, if you are a big sister, you are entrusted with children. So you are a mother figure. So I want the oldest mother to raise her hand. Not that. Okay, okay. Mr. Okay. And I want the youngest mother to raise her hand. <laughs> okay. I know if you're if you're I'm just gonna say 80 plus, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Amen. Amen. And our youngest mother? Okay. All right. Amen. Amen. Now, I, you may be seated. Thank you. I don't know who the uh, mother is with the youngest baby, but we'll figure that out, and we'll, we'll have one for that mother as well. <laughs> Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now thanking you for this time. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for this assignment to be a mother. I thank you for this day and all the mothers that are here. Lord, speak through me, to me, and for me, that they may hear your word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, mothers, um, I can't say enough good about what you do in terms of molding and shaping and forming lives and uh, developing habits and character. Uh, thank you. The world is a better place because of godly mothers. And we know motherhood isn't limited to those who physically bear children. Few of us would reach our potential without the nurturing of both the mother who bore us and the mother who bears with us. Godly mother figures. There are many mother figures who share the heartfelt bond and participate in the ministry of motherhood. One of the greatest blessings is to have a spiritual mother, a mother who is responsive to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and one of the greatest gifts we can give our children is to be a godly mother. The main role God calls women as wives and mothers is to our homes. And in Titus 2, verses 3 through 5, we are instructed to be busy at home. Homemaking is a divine assignment. It's not just, it's, it's more, it's much more than just doing laundry, making meals, and decorating. It's really all about creating a place where family and friends can encounter truth, goodness, beauty, and a sense of belonging. 
It's about showing the love of Christ to all who enter. And the mother in that home is considered the angel of that house. My angel mother is here. Mom, you can just raise your hand. <laughs> and at least one of my children's here. Joseph, you can raise your hand. <laughs> now, I know sometimes I didn't and don't always present myself as an angel at home. Particularly when I heard and occasionally hear the endearing question, what's for dinner? As much as I love eating, I don't always enjoy cooking. But since I'm striving to resemble the portrait of the wife and mother of many parts, a paradigm for brides-to-be and new brides, you know the beautiful ideal woman described in Proverbs 31, I stand ready to heat up the kitchen. I've embraced Paul's prayer for the saints in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19, as our lips, ladies and fellowship together, rise up scripture, and for today's words of encouragement to mothers. This particular passage of scripture really speaks to my heart, and when God speaks to you through his word, or in any form, you got to holler back. you got to tell somebody what he's saying. So I want to share what he's saying. Starting with the 14th verse of Ephesians chapter 3, it reads, For this reason I bow my knees <clears throat> before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, and he may, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This is a beautiful prayer for our spiritual strength. Paul asked God to spiritually strengthen us through his spirit that Christ might be completely at home, unrestricted in our hearts through faith, so that we may become rooted, established in the love of Christ, and that we might be able to grasp the full dimensions of God's love and be filled with all the fullness of God. Paul's prayer for our spiritual strength is so befitting for us all, and particularly mothers on Mother's Day. So how best can I illustrate a prayer of this magnitude? It's like the kitchen sink prayer. It's loaded. Paul solicited every person of the Godhead in his request and much more to indwell us and provide spiritual strength. He petitioned God to fill us like vessels with his arsenal of spiritual provisions. Mothers, rise up as chosen spiritual vessels. Let's go on a journey. How many of you like journeys? Amen. Well, this is a spiritual journey, so you won't need a, a physical seatbelt. You're going to be harnessed by the Holy Spirit. So let's go on a journey 
and explored two types of vessels, physical and spiritual, to reveal surprising similarities and fill our spiritual vessels as it relates to Paul's prayer for our strength. Now, before our journey begins, <clears throat> let's define key terminology. A vessel is made to contain something. Physically, God equips us mothers as vessels, instruments, to receive, hold, bear, and nurture life. But I can't stress enough that motherhood is not only biological maternity. Godly mother figures experience a spiritual motherhood. Spiritual motherhood is more important than merely biological motherhood. I say this because biological motherhood is not necessarily intentional. I hear it can just happen. <laughs> However, you have to be intentional, purposeful to be a spiritual mother. It doesn't just happen. There are plenty of women who are biological mothers but not spiritual mothers. And all children need godly spiritual mothers. A spiritual vessel means one made to contain something which does not necessarily appear outwardly to the senses. Mothers, as God's spiritual vessels, we are expressions of his love. We also provide spiritual support, for example, through nurturing, intercessory prayer, and through the power of our tongues, our words of praise, Gratitude, validation, and encouragement speak life. For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart, Matthew 12, 34. So how do we fill our hearts, minds, souls, and spiritual vessels? We need everything mentioned in Paul's prayer, including prayer. Spiritual vessels need spiritual strength. Mothers, our journey is about to begin. Unlike a scavenger or a treasure hunt, Everything we receive in our spiritual journey, on, in our spiritual vessels on this journey, is not only desirable, it all comes from God. Using the word vessel as an acrostic and memory tool, V represents visible. V represents visible. When you notice a vessel, it's visible. It's on display. Just like a physical vessel, mothers, we are on display. And our vine connection, relationship with God, must be visible. A strong relationship with God and his son and our Savior, rooted in faith, results in visible relational faith and power. When I think about the significance of Mary's life, it was not based on any of the things our world values so highly, such as background, physical beauty, intelligence, education, natural beauty and gifts. Mary's visible relationship with God and later with Jesus gave her life significance. Mary had a relationship with God before the angel Gabriel revealed her assignment to carry God's son. Her relational faith and trust in God were evident Based on her response, she willingly accepted her assignment, calling herself a servant of the Lord. Later in Luke, Mary visibly praised God in song as a further testament to her relational faith and gratitude. 
And although God is spirit, he made himself visible in Jesus Christ. Colossians 1.15, John 14.9. Having said that, a study of scripture shows us many ways God is near, like a helicopter mom or mother hen who hovers over its young, Deuteronomy 32.11. God's presence and guidance was visible by the pillar of Shekinah glory, cloud by day and fire by night, Exodus 13.21. He is compared to a comforting and nursing mother in Isaiah and a mother teaching her child to walk in Hosea. Each depiction describes God as visible, evident, loving mother who teaches, disciplines, provides, and protects her children. Mothers, as spiritual vessels, our faith and relationship with God are on display. <clears throat> the village influence has a greater impact when we're visible spiritual vessels at home. Lord, fill our vessels with visible relational faith. Mothers, we're on a journey to fill our spiritual vessels. Paul prayed that Christ might be completely at home, unrestricted in our hearts, through faith. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God, Romans 10, 17. God's word is paramount. I read that a, a pastor had been preaching on the importance of daily Bible reading. When the pastor and his wife were invited to a member's home, the pastor's wife noticed that the woman of the house had written on the kitchen calendar for that date, pastor slash Mrs., for dinner, dust all Bibles. <laughs> Mothers, God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Psalm 119, 105. It is our source of security and direction. Our faith in God leads to trust in God, his word, his plan for our lives and for the lives of our children. Fill our vessels, Lord, with your word and grant us wisdom to understand and apply it as we raise your children. I mean, the children you blessed us to be <laughs> stewards of. The E represents empty. Typically, when we purchase a vessel, it's empty because we plan to fill it. Just like the miracle described in 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7, regarding the widow's olive oil, Elisha instructed the impoverished widow to borrow empty vessels. She was in danger of losing her sons to slavery because of unpaid debts. Full vessels were of no use. The miracle required empty vessels. God gave the increase, allowing the oil to multiply. Mothers, God wants to fill our emptiness. In other words, before he can fill us, we must make room for him. Why carry our burdens, sins, needs, and cares? These are cares. These cares are all different sets of empty vessels for the grace of God to fill. We cannot pour into the lives of our children or others until we allow God to empty, purge us, and fill us with his grace and mercy. The phrase, my cup runneth over, is the King James wording for, of Psalms 23, 5. Other versions say, my cup overflows. 
and we know a cup runs over when it cannot contain all that is being poured into it. The emphasis on Psalms 21 is the good shepherd's loving care for his sheep. And Paul mentions God's incomprehensible love for us in his prayer for our spiritual strength. The Lord cannot, the Lord not only gives us, his children, what we need, he supplies abundance in the midst of difficult times, allowing our vessels to overflow. Are there any mothers who can attest to this? God gave you peace when you thought you'd lose your mind. He healed your body and your broken heart. He let you rest in him all night when your child didn't come home. If God can provide for the debt and need of this poor widow who was about to lose everything in her life, we know he can do the same for us. He can turn our battles into blessings. His grace knows no limits for those whose hearts are wholly his. God is continually looking for empty vessels to fill with his oil of grace and mercy from a limitless supply. Lord, fill us with your love, grace, and mercy. Well, mothers, our vessels are being filled. The S represents strong. A weak vessel, a weak, fragile vessel, won't hold much due to its vulnerability and potential cracks. Mary was a strong, spirit-filled woman of faith. We need also to God's Holy Spirit to fill us, leaving no crack for Satan to invade. When Gabriel said to Mary, you're going to have a child, he also promised her God's strength and adequacy. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, Luke 1.35. God chose Mary for a task that was humanly impossible. Mothers, the task for which God has chosen us seems no less impossible at times. We can provide a climate that is conducive to the spiritual growth of our children, but we can't make them have a heart for God. We are totally dependent on him to produce any fruit of eternal value. God knows our weaknesses, and that's why he's given us his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit enables us, and his power overshadows us and our limitations. We cannot parent or co-parent that child, respect that husband, Date holy, single, divorced, and widowed moms. Care for that elderly parent. Submit to that boss. Teach that Sunday school class. Or lead that small group Bible school lesson. Without the enabling of the Holy Spirit. Mothers, we have a helper. We can only live as spiritual mothers and please God through the power of his Holy Spirit. Lord, overshadow us and fill our vessels with your Holy Spirit. Mothers, we're taking the scenic route on this journey. But I know you're familiar with the expressway to our Lord and Savior, to his presence, to his power. We can't text or email him, but we can call him. Not by phone. Not by email, but by name. There's power in his name. Sometimes I call him master. Sometimes I call him savior. Sometimes I call him ruler. 
redeemer, provider, healer, deliverer, father, Jesus. There is power in his name. Christ's resurrection and ascension were the greatest exhibitions of divine power the world has ever known. This power, God's great power, is available to us. Ephesians 1, 19 and 20. Lord, fill our vessels with your power. Well, our vessels, our spiritual vessels, are, being, are beginning to overflow with much of what Paul requested from our spirit, for our spiritual strength. God's given us all three persons of the Godhead, his word, faith, his unfailing love, divine power, and the fraternal twins, grace and mercy. The second S represents serve. Our work is important. Our service is important. Just as a physical vessel serves a purpose, mothers, we have a life mission. I pray that every mother realizes the sacredness of her service and sacrifice. In the strength and fear of God, may we all continue to take up this mission, educating our children for usefulness in this world and for a fitness for God's kingdom as we walk in our maternal calling and feel our responsibility as mothers. Let's live as spiritual vessels that glorify God as his servants and moms. Lord, fill our vessels with a mother's heart to serve, sacrifice, and shine for your glory. You've heard, and I'm sure some of the men have heard, the old cliche, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Well, there might be a minuscule, just a tiny bit of truth to that expression. <laughs> Mothers, we can set the atmosphere in our homes. Ask yourself, is the spirit of my home loving and nurturing? And then ask somebody else, preferably someone that lives there because they have a vested interest. <laughs> to nurture means to cultivate, care for, and make grow. Mothers, let's create a climate for the physical and spiritual growth in our homes. Another word for nurturing is homemaking, which we know involves more than keeping a physically orderly home, but orderly in terms of free from moral chaos. All the education we attain will avail us nothing if we do not have the skill to make a home that creates a climate for spiritual growth. And you know, spiritual growth happens best in a house of order. So mothers, we should pattern our homes after the Lord's house, fitting and orderly. 1 Timothy 3, 15, 1 Corinthians 14, 40. Spiritual nurturing requires godly wisdom, organization, patience, love, and work. Helping growth occur through nurturing is truly a powerful and influential role bestowed on mothers. Paul prayed that Christ be completely at home in our hearts, our spiritual vessels, and our Savior desires unrestricted access in our households. Lord, fill our vessels with humility and a nurturing servant's heart. 
Well, the E represents examples, excellent examples. When we choose a nice vase or vessel, we want something elevated in form and fashion. Similarly, our character and conduct should exemplify Christ, who embodies excellence, perfection. Mothers, our children have a front row seat to witness our lives firsthand. Like tape recorders, the record button is always on. We may not have the gift of hospitality or ever be nominated as congeniality, but we know the Holy Spirit can alter our DNA, our personalities, as we surrender to him. He specializes in transformation. And mothers, God is able to present us faultless as excellent examples. Lord, fill us with your virtues. What are those virtues mentioned in Galatians, the fifth chapter, 22 through 23? What are those nine virtues, the fruit of the Spirit? Who can say those? Peace, love, patience, self-control, self-discipline, kindness. Yes, I think I heard them. So we have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Lord, fill our vessels with your virtues. The L represents legacy. A priceless vessel or vase is often an heirloom handed down from generation to generation. Likewise, as mothers, our legacy live on. What we leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of our children and others. We may not be able to leave our children a lot of material things, but we can leave them riches in Christ. There really couldn't be a more significant calling than to pass on the legacy of our faith. The climax of Paul's prayer is reached in verse 19b, where he requested that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. God has revealed his fullness in Christ, his beloved son. As mothers, our fullness is often revealed through our children, but there's a huge difference. Christ is the all-sufficient fullness of life and salvation for all of us, and the only way we can be fulfilled is in Christ, and find fulfillment is in Christ. Colossians 2, 9 and 10. The more Christ dwells in our hearts, our spiritual vessels, the more we are filled unto all the fullness of God. We filled our vessels, our spiritual vessels, with everything Paul petitioned in his prayer. Why is it so important to fill our vessels and souls in this way? In an article by Dr. Morgan Osborne titled, Are You Letting God Fill Your Cup? She emphasizes the importance of setting aside time every day, throughout the day, to let the Lord love on us and fill us until our vessels runneth over. Paul also prayed that we might know and enjoy the knowledge surpassing love of God. The more we pause and allow God to love on us and fill our vessels throughout the day, the more we will have to pour into the precious vessels God has given us. We might spend the first segment of the morning in the word or in prayer, allowing God to love on us. But Dr. Osborne probes, do we pause during our busy day again 
and allow the Lord to fill our emptiness, our vessels. She states that when we are being filled by God's awesome supernatural love throughout our day, our words, smiles, conversations, open-ended questions, spontaneous scriptures, quotes, praise, hugs, and kisses become God's very love pouring out of us to our children of all ages. And their vessels fill in the name of Jesus. Mothers, my challenge to you and myself is to make this our focus, pausing throughout our day to be filled again by God's matchless love. I'm closing with Beulah, <laughs> with Beulah V. Cornwall's poem, The Chosen Vessel. I pray, mothers, that it inspires us as God's spiritu chosen spiritual vessels. The Chosen Vessel. The master was searching for a vessel to use. On the shelf, there were many. Which one would he choose? Take me, cried the gold one. I'm shiny and bright. I'm a great value, and I do things just right. My beauty and luster will shine, outshine the rest. And for someone like you, master, gold would be the best. The master passed on with no words at all. He looked at the silver urn, narrow and tall. I'll serve you, dear master. I'll pour out your wine, and I'll be at your table whenever you dine. My lines are so graceful, my carving so true, and my silver will always compliment you. Unheeding, the master passed on to the brass. It was wide mouth and shallow and polished like glass. Here, cried the vessel, I know I will do. Place me on your table for all men to view. Look at me, cried the goblet of crystal so clear. My transparency shows my conscience so dear. Though fragile am I, I will serve you with pride. And I'm sure I'll be happy in your house to abide. The master came next to a vessel of wood. Polished and carved, it solidly stood. You may use me, dear master, the wood bowl said. But I'd rather you use me for fruit, not for bread. Then the master looked down and saw a vessel of clay. Empty and broken, it helplessly lay. No hope had the vessel that the master might choose to cleanse and make whole, to fill and to use. Ah, the master said, this is the vessel I've been hoping to find. I'll mend, I'll, I will mend and use it and make it all mine. I need not the vessel with pride of itself nor the one who is narrow to sit on the shelf, nor the one who is big mouth and shallow and loud, <laughs> nor one who displays her contents so proud, not the one who thinks she can do all things just right, but this plain, earthy vessel filled with my power and might. Then gently he lifted the vessel of clay, mended and cleansed it and filled it that day spoke to it kindly, there's work you must do. Just pour out to others as I pour into you.